The right tax plan in retirement is just as important as the right income plan. Here on today's show, we'll answer some common questions about taxes and retirement. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome to the Allon Exchange. I am consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in the studio today by Jay and Brittany Hagee of, of Allon Planning Partners. AllonExchange.com is their website, and it's our inaugural show. So I'm really excited to sit down with you both and learn a thing or two Absolutely. every week. Sounds great. We're excited. Jay is an independent fiduciary advisor, and Brittany is a financial planning advisor with the team over at Allon. And they're a team in every sense of the word. They really apply their partnership and it encompasses virtually every area of their business and life, even down to the name of the show, the Allon Exchange. Absolutely. So we understand that so much of this financial industry world is filled with a transactional exchange. Goods, four dollars or services four dollars or I give you dollars you give me uh, a product something like that but that and that is a necessary part of our industry right but in addition to that uh, we really value this relational exchange that happens between us and the people we get to work with and we get to serve and that's what sets us apart from from other advisors and that's that's what makes us different that's what we love about uh, connecting with families is the relational aspect that we get to really employ in in those uh, engagements with people and it's so true what's really cool about the website and it's allon exchange a l l o n exchange.com it's a kind of a full service financial planning just one stop turnkey location for all your financial planning needs and it's invaluable resource jay absolutely and we try to encompass all uh, areas of financial planning when we speak with folks uh, we look at income planning in retirement we look at tax planning and estate planning we look at areas that uh, i think a, a lot of the uh, other uh, brokerage houses that that we um, see around aren't really encompassing into the planning aspect. And so we really try to be intentional about uh, speaking to those different areas. And I think one we're talking about today uh, is going to be that tax planning area in, in particular. Um, so, I, and I know that a lot of times that our clients that we talk to have questions about their taxes and they talk to their CPA and, and sometimes they're unsure uh, who to talk to when it comes to the financial planning aspect. So we try to be that uh, uh, giver of advice there. So being a comprehensive advisory firm uh, like we are, so uh, we just wanted to walk through a different uh, scenarios today around tax planning. Great. Well, I'm I'm sure that this this first question that I that I've got for you might be one of the more common ones that you guys get. But so when you retire, is your tax rate going to be higher or lower than it was when you were working? Well, you know, you know, Chrissy, that is a, a common question that we often get. Uh, actually, this past week, I spoke with uh, one client who's in their mid 30s and another client who's in their mid 60s. Now, it's uh, really, it was really funny to see the differences of perspectives that these two individuals have. Well, one individual is, is talking about, well, should I really 
uh, worry about taxes now and, and contribute to a, a Roth versus getting the tax break and having a traditional IRA? Uh, because when I'm older, you know, the tax rates are going to be much lower. Uh, and the, the guy in his mid 60s said some talk with me and said, listen, I understand that uh, in 2017, when we had the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, that it made taxes lower than it's been in a long time in the in the point of history. Um, so, you know, he's doing Roth conversions and adding to his taxes right now so that he can not have to pay more taxes later on down the road, right? So folks' um, perspective on this, depending on what they've seen in life, can be very different. But actually, the answer really is, it, it really depends. Uh, it depends on a few things. Uh, it, one of those things is what I just said, the tax rates, where, where they're going to end up. Today, the top uh, marginal tax rate is 37%. And really, if you look in history, it's kind of a bargain because uh, in the 40s, it was a high rate of in the in the mid 90s. It oh, was wow. it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'll take, um, and a lot I'll of people don't know that. 37 over over 90. Uh, oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> and and in the 70s, even it was in the 70s, right? Um, and so uh, folks lived through that, uh, you know, and saw those high tax rates. So they see today as a bargain for tax rate. So you know, considering things where they're at right now, our national debt over 30 trillion dollars. I mean, I, I tell folks all the time, I'm in finance and. I don't want to even think about counting to 30 trillion. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you realize how large that is, but, but where do you think we're going to make up this money, right? How are we going to repay the debt that we're in? Well, it can't be on a marginal tax rate of always 37%, correct? So assuming that you're going to have lower taxes in retirement, could possibly be a mistake, right? Um, you, you may not uh, have that. And so uh, the, the other thing that's, that's a big deal for folks is that uh, they no longer have the tax deductions that they once did. Like a lot of people, hopefully when they're in retirement, they're paying off their homes, right? They're paying off their debt. They don't have the tax deductions that they once had. Uh, they're not contributing to a 401k or an IRA any longer, so they don't have those tax deductions. So basically, all their income in retirement is taxable, so it puts them in a higher tax bracket, right? So I, I would say to, to answer that question, it really depends on where we're going uh, with our tax code, <laughs> number one. And then secondly, um, what are the tax deductions that you're going to still have in retirement, right? It's a thorough answer like that, that really helpful to people like myself who have not specialized or, or taken, I haven't taken any courses or anything sure. in college that even begin to scratch the surface of this kind of material. It's a great resource that you guys are are offering these these complimentary retirement reviews because it's essential for every single person. And the number is 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. Brittany, are social security benefits taxable? Yeah, the answer to that is Yes, absolutely. Um, and that is really depending on provisional income. And I think Jay's going to talk a bit to the provisional income piece and we're going to break down what that looks like, what that means. So Jay, Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we're talking to folks about this, um, I always tell them don't hate the messenger. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you know, it's kind of absurd that uh, the taxes that we pay while we're in our working years are taxed while we're receiving the benefit of those, correct? Have you ever thought about that, Chrissy? That you're paying Social Security tax now, right? Uh, and then you will pay taxes on the Social Security what? that are the taxes that you had in it's crazy. your working years. <laughs> Wait, that, so, that so, kind of stinks. 
Taxes on taxes. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. you have to prepare for it, right? So, so yes, typically provisional income, you are going to pay taxes on your Social Security. Now, there are thresholds where you don't have to pay all of your uh, Social Security uh, as, as far as you don't have to add it to your adjusted gross income in uh, your retirement years. But for most folks, uh, you're going to pay either 50% or 85% of your Social Security benefit will be taxable during retirement unless you do some planning, right? Uh, there are some strategies that we help our clients with that we can get them uh, a lower tax break on their Social Security uh, income in retirement. So it's real important. Like you said, you, you didn't take a course on this in college. Like, how do I pay lower taxes? in retirement on social security right, right. Um, but but that's what the kind of help that we try to provide to our clients like how do we pay less to uncle sam so that we can put more in our pocket and the the truth is the majority of people chrissy are in the same boat as you are they're they're i don't know what to do what do i do about this what does this mean how does this apply to my situation how can i make the most of this in retirement or in my younger years as i prepare there are just so many questions that people have that that's very normal most people don't know uh the answers to some of these and that's why we love to be that kind of resource to to resource and provide some answers and potential solutions for uh families as they do plan and that's not something to be ashamed of absolutely not no absolutely not. no uh you know over a decade ago i didn't know any of this right <laughs> um but you, you know you you need to have curiosity we, we want to know how our money is working for us and how that we can uh you know best position ourselves to keep more of these dollars in our pocket and out of Uncle Sam's pocket, right? We don't want to give more than our fair share um, and that we're taking appropriate risk with the money that we have. But there's no shame in not knowing. That's why we're here to teach and coach. We want to help people through a process to where they are more understanding of what's available to them in their finances. And you can sit down with Brittany and Jay and the team at Allon and, and benefit from a personalized retirement income plan. It's a consultation that's offered at no cost and no obligation there's a limited number of vacancies on the calendar. I think you guys said you wanted to open up 10 spots for our listeners today. Yeah, 10 spots are what's going to be available for today because we do every week try to keep a few slots on our calendar open for the listeners that, that listen in. And I know that uh, today, just a couple questions here, you know, hey, am I going to have to pay more taxes when I retire or less taxes when I retire, right? Um, and the Social Security benefit that I, that I get, are those benefits going to be taxed? taxable. Just a couple of these questions may have sparked other questions in you, right? And so as a fiduciary advisor, uh, we want to sit down with, with you and, and make sure that you understand where you're at and what your options actually are and make the best decisions for your current situation and your situations to come. So if, if you do call in right now, uh, we do have 10 spots available this week uh, to sit down and speak with each of you. And that number is 800-971-4549. 1-800-971-4549. Take that first step and book that free consultation. It's no cost, no obligation. And if for nothing else, make sure that all of your questions are asked, answered, and Brittany and Jay will make you feel very comfortable and they will help translate some of this dense financial speak into terms that are practical. That's one 800 971 45 Four, nine. Brittany, what's coming up next? Yeah, so there's a lot of reasons uh, to be saving for retirement using a vehicle like a Roth IRA. Now, when we come back, we're going to outline the number one reason to start saving in a Roth now. 
Welcome back to the Allon Exchange. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in the studio by Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Financial Planning Partners, allonexchange.com. That's A-L-L-O-N exchange.com. We are talking about some ways to save for retirement, Jay. Yes. And uh, we were talking a little bit before um, we came on here about the specifically the Roth IRA and like it's, it's tempting really to put retirement savings on back burner for all of us, uh, for all of us just to delay it and uh, delay our retirement plans. But it's going to cost you later on if you don't uh, uh, start planning today. Um, so what, what I usually tell, especially the younger folks that I meet with, is let's start with a Roth IRA. Um, now, a and lot what, of people. What is a Roth IRA? Yeah, a lot of people don't even know what a Roth IRA is. Uh, but if you're new to it, it's it's really uh, it's in a bucket of individual retirement accounts um, that you don't really need an employer's blessing or uh, if you earn income, uh, right, that you really pay taxes on that money now. So a traditional IRA, the way that it works is that you get a tax break. So if you're under 50, you can pay $6,000 a year into your IRA and get a tax benefit. If you're over 50, you have $7,000 you can put in there and get a tax benefit, which means it's tax deductible for most folks. Now, there are income um, kind of segues there that we would need to talk through later, but just as, a, just as an overall idea. But a Roth IRA, you go ahead and pay the taxes now. You, you pay the taxes on the money that you put away for retirement now, but all of the gain, everything that you gain over, the, say, the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, all of that gain is tax-free. Does that sound good? You're not getting taxed on both ends. Absolutely. You, you pay the taxes today in a Roth. And then when you go to get those gains out after 59 and a half in retirement, all of the uh, earnings that you've had within those accounts are now tax free. So a Roth is a, a very great vehicle for, for most folks. And a lot of people don't take advantage of it enough, right? Um, now, you know, time is of the essence because if you wait too long, you may not be able to make direct contributions to a Roth IRA because there are phase out limits with income uh, because the Roth was really designed for low to moderate income earners uh, to get a leg up in their retirement savings. Because if you can put money away and then never have to pay taxes on that money again or the earnings again, that's a that's a really great uh, opportunity, right? Um, and so you have to have the certain income threshold and to be able to directly contribute to a Roth IRA. So the income threshold that folks would have to uh, meet for 2022, if you're a single filer, it's $144,000 on your adjusted gross income where you still uh, can contribute directly to a Roth IRA. Now, if you're married and filing jointly, it's 214000 that you can show on your adjusted gross income and still contribute directly to an, a Roth IRA. We want to make sure that, that folks understand that there is a phase out period, um, but they can contribute directly to a Roth IRA. So which leads directly to a question that you would probably have, right? Like, yeah, well, what if I make too much money? And what if you are? Does that exclude you completely? It, it typically excludes you, but many of the clients that we work with are high wage earners, right? And so uh, you cannot directly contribute to a Roth IRA. But what you can do is use a method called a backdoor Roth for most folks. And there are stipulations to that as well. So uh, when folks meet with us, I, I like to walk them through that. But we there are strategies utilizing that that would allow you to contribute and utilize a Roth IRA. 
I mean, what would one of those like strategies sure. be? So, so what you would do is you would make a non-deductible contribution typically to a, a traditional IRA, and then you would immediately convert that IRA to a Roth IRA. So it's just a little uh, a legal kind of. Yeah, it's a it's a legal uh, loophole, <laughs> so to nice. speak, that you can actually contribute to a traditional IRA at, at the same level, right? And even if you make. 500000 a million dollars a year. It doesn't really matter. Now, it will be a non-deductible contribution because you can't deduct it from your taxes uh, at a certain limit, but you're really just, your, your goal here is to get that in a Roth IRA bucket. So it doesn't matter if it's non-deductible. What you want to do is get that in the traditional IRA and then convert it over to the Roth. And so we help a lot of our high wage earners uh, do this this way and still be able to utilize the Roth account. And, you know, there is, I'll, I'll just add this in real quick. There is another benefit for Roth IRAs or another group of individuals that could use this. So Roth IRAs aren't, aren't exclusively for adults. Think about, uh, you know, children and grandchildren. So what you can do as an adult, maybe as a parent, if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, or, you know, maybe a grandparent for your, your older grandchildren, as long as the child or grandchild is working, you can contribute to a Roth IRA on their behalf. So, I mean, talk about jumpstarting their, you know, investments or building their wealth from a young age, beginning that to where they can be, you know, begin to invest in 10, 12, 14, 16, 20 years old, uh, and and think about the the compound returns there on Absolutely. that. I mean, that's huge benefits there. Yeah. So even if you are retirement age, consider this type of option for you know kids or grandkids that that are working, are earning an income, begin contributing to a plan like that for their benefit for their behalf. That's that's a huge bonus. It's practical advice, knowledge, and expertise like this from Brittany and Jay Hagee at Allon that really you can personally benefit from having your retirement income plan. It's going to give you where you are and it's going to give you a roadmap of where you need to be. Paul, right now, they've got a couple of vacancies on the calendar. 1-800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. What is an RMD? I hear this used a lot and I'm not really sure what it means. Absolutely. Well, an RMD really is a required minimum distribution from your retirement accounts. And so we were talking about Roths. And one of the big benefits of a Roth is you don't you no longer have to take what's called an RMD or required minimum distribution. Now, when you hit 72 years old, uh, you're required to take a minimum distribution from your retirement accounts that are qualified, meaning your 401ks, your 403bs, your 457s, your IRAs. If you have been deferring taxes on these for, you know, as long as you've been working at 72. Now the government comes and knocks on your door and says, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, we need you to now take some money out of these accounts. Now, Chrissy, why would they want us to do that? Probably because they want their cut. <laughs> that's right. I mean, they no want offense to take their if you're cut. listening, Uncle Sam, but. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, he, Uncle Sam says, I've let you defer these accounts for 30 years and now it's, it's time, time for, for yeah, yeah, I need I you to take some back, out. You scratch mine or. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, so there is a huge penalty also if we do not take those RMDs. Did you know that that is the, the, the largest penalty in the IRS tax code is the penalty for not taking your RMD? Wow. Really? Do you know, Chrissy, what that, take a guess. Like, what okay. do you think that penalty is for if, if you did not take your RMD from your qualified account? I'm going to say 10%. 
it way higher um, way higher 20 percent, 25 50 percent 50 percent tax penalty if you do not take your rmd it's it's extremely high so it's insane they uh, must honestly, love that uh, though for people oh to absolutely not- oh, and gosh. believe me the irs it happens too it, it happens oh. and let me tell you a little story uh, about three years ago i had a, a client call me that i've been working with for a few years now uh, and he said uh, jay i just got a letter from the irs and and they're telling me that i owe what it was X amount of dollars, thousands of dollars in taxes because I didn't take my RMDs. Well, you know, I knew every account that he had. And I said, um, you know, Mr. Smith, <laughs> which is, will protect uh, the innocent yeah. here. Um, Mr. Smith, uh, we, we have taken every one of your RMDs this year. Something's got to be wrong. So we're digging into it. What happens to be an account that he had from somewhere he worked over 30 years ago that he actually forgot that he had. He, he didn't, didn't even know he had the account. <laughs> so, so, I mean, uh, think about this. Uh, you, you get a letter from the IRS saying you owe X amount of thousands of dollars. You don't even know you have this account. Well, the good news is you have an account that you didn't know about, right? <laughs> um, uh, so you have yeah. more money. There's the bright the side. Bad news, <laughs> yeah. The bad news is you got to pay the IRS fifty percent of that RMD for not taking it that year. Well, um, you know, this is where our strategies and plans help because we did uh, help him uh, get through that process, but we helped save him because we have a CPA friend that is in our office that that helped write an abatement letter that got him out of that fifty percent penalty. But believe me, the IRS, even if you do not know that you have an account they know that you they have know an account. <laughs> oh, do they ever yeah. they know they know so so i just wanted to make it clear today that uh we want to make sure that your rmds and the strategies of your retirement uh are, are being taken care of and and that's why even even more the roth ira is a great place to, to focus your money and your accounts because you don't have to take an rmd anymore those are done with um the whole conversation around a roth ira is this how do we keep more dollars in our pockets and less of it into Uncle Sam's pocket, right? Um, and we don't mind paying taxes. We want to pay taxes. We're, we're glad to live in the, the country that we live. We just don't want to give too overpay. much yes, we don't uh, want to in overpay. taxes. Yeah. Um, and so so how do we help our clients, right, we, we get into situations where they're paying less taxes so they're having to take less risk on their their money in order to get and live the lifestyle that they want to live. So some things that we said here about Roth IRAs today and the RMDs and and all the qualifications that come along with the IRAs may have sparked something in uh, you as you've listened today. And uh, if, if that's the case, we, we ask you to call in. We have a few spots left uh, this in the next week for um, folks just like you that have questions that may have all of your money in qualified accounts and say, maybe I need to look at the Roth conversion or a Roth bucket, right? And get out of some of the situations that I'm in. Uh, we just ask that you go ahead and call in now, and we'd love to set an appointment with you uh, to help you make sure that you have a correct plan for retirement. And that number is 1-800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. We're really proud to be shedding light on a number of the topics that folks struggle with or are being taken advantage of and they don't know it as they're moving into retirement and they're planning for retirement and they think they've done everything right. It's why you want to sit down with Jay and Brittany and have that personalized retirement income plan mapped out for you. Complimentary. There's no cost, no obligation, and they still have some openings on their calendar. Give them a call. Set up that appointment. one 800 971 4549. Brittany, what's coming up next? 
Well, there are many different kinds of risks when it comes to retirement planning. We talk a lot about risk or here in our office, and we're going to review some of those with you here today. Exchange. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. We are talking about retirement and where there is retirement and retirement planning, there is risk. Yes, risk, risk, risk. That is a word that we talk a lot about here in our office. And so there's a lot of different categories or, or it is a four letter word. Like, we just don't want to use it much. <laughs> a, yeah, like there's it. a lot of different uh, kinds of risks that we talk about about. So we're going to just kind of hit a couple of those to get you thinking, oh man, I didn't think of that. Or, you know, just to, to cover all, all our bases here. So yeah, the number one would be longevity risk. Am I going to outlive my money? Correct. <laughs> that is the number one question. How can I be sure I'm not going to outlive my money or what I've saved, uh, to, you know, for retirement? So that is a risk, you know, and, and Unfortunately, it is a risk that we can't completely predict um, because of, of the variables of, uh, you know, health. We can certainly look at things like genetics and family history, medical history, take all of those things into account. But unfortunately, there are no guarantees. We don't know exactly how many days we have here on this earth to to live and to enjoy our life here. So we have to, to kind of plan for multiple, you know, endings or multiple circumstances here. But so we do know folks are living longer today than ever before. In right? fact, Chrissy, you tell me, how many people do you think are alive on the planet now that are 100 or older? What, what would your guess be? On the be? whole planet? I'm going to say... Uh, over 100. How many How many people are over 100 one, or older? 10,000. No, that's a really bad Four, guess, wasn't it? Yeah, 450,000 people. Okay, wow. That number is expected to drastically increase here in the next decade or two. So, I mean, obviously, again, as Jay said, that's good. We're living longer, but it also poses a real risk to us and our retirement dollars. Yeah, because we have to make them stretch longer than ever before. They got to last longer. <laughs> exactly. And, and and some of the things we were talking about earlier with, you know, tax planning and um, just retirement income planning and, and estate planning, you know, it all focuses on the financial risk. How much risk should I be taking? A lot of people come in here and uh, they they ask me that question. And, you know, we, we teach a lot of educational workshops uh, in the community uh, and, and try to give away education as much as possible to people, right? Uh, free of charge. And then we want to make sure that um, they understand what is proper risk management. Uh, one of the ways we talk about this is Brittany and I love to travel. Uh, you know, uh, we, we love to take trips. COVID kind of shut us down for a couple years here, but, <laughs> but we're going to get back to it uh, and I don't know do you like to travel Chrissy oh yeah well I, I'm a southern sure. girl so of course I, I like traveling but I haven't been out of the states yet what about you guys are you guys oh yeah big we, we, we've made we we have uh, made a few trips that way Overseas? we love to do it uh, yes and uh, really typically mostly in the United States though uh, we, we want to go see our goal is kind of to see a, a different city every year one one new city a year that's kind of the goal right but if I came home uh, and told Brittany to tomorrow 
pack your bags. We're going on a trip. Well, uh, that could sound a know, lot of let's ways. Let's get out of here. Which, right? which he did this once. Yeah, he yeah. did this once, which was actually a lot of fun. You know, and, and where risk <laughs> management comes in is like, well, uh, do you want to know some information about where we're going? Do I need to pack one? How do clothes? I pack? Yeah. What's what's going on with our kids? Are they coming? Do I no, need to pack for them? The is somebody one. staying with them? Yeah, where's our kids going to stay? What about our, yeah. It's a financial risk or the same way, right? If, if you're going on a journey and your ultimate goal is financial security, that's that's really what we want to get to, right? We want to get to a place to where uh, we can live the lifestyle that we've grown accustomed to throughout the rest of our life, whether we're working or not. That's financial security. If we get to that spot, there's going to be questions we have to answer along the way. It's like, um, you know, uh, what what's going to uh, happen with our tax situation? You know, like we've been talking about earlier, how much how much what's my allocation structure need to look like? What are the baskets of money that I have? How are each one of those going to react in different retirement scenarios in different situations? Right. And even if I have enough left over, uh, yeah, what do we do with the kids? <laughs> you know, that's kind of the question. <laughs> do we give it to the kids? Uh, you know, that's that's the question. Right. Um, and so financial risk are super important because we want to make sure that we're allocated in position in a way to get us to that ultimate journey place where we're traveling to is financial security. So so really, you want to make sure that you understand all of the risk in, in your allocation and asset models, right? Um, which really takes me to the second point here is that, Chris, you've probably heard, uh, you know, as you're walking through the hallway or, or you're speaking with someone, we have water cooler conversations. Well, I, I earned 12% last year in the market or, you know, oh, I earned 20%, you know, I'm averaging oh, 15% a year, the right? people flexing um, on the golf course, kind of. <laughs> that's right. That's yep. it. That's yeah. it. And, and so, you know, average return when you're Working is king, right? That's, you know, what can you average every year? Well, the issue is, is when you're in retirement, one of the risks you don't think of is the sequence of returns risk. Now, have you heard of that one, Chrissy? I have not. So sequence of returns. Sequence of returns. Yeah. So where it's different is average returns no longer really the king in those scenarios. Um, Really what matters now is how your money's reacting because you're now drawing down from those funds. So if you're taking returns, um, not returns, but if you're taking income from your funds uh, through retirement, let's say you have to have $50,000 a year out of your retirement funds to live on. If you take a lot of losses at the beginning of your retirement, then th- the money's going to run out a lot quicker. <laughs> so if you average a return over a 10-year period of 10%, but you take a lot of those losses up front and gain a lot on the back end, you're still going to run out of money quicker. So the sequence in which you take loss actually impacts your retirement huge. Drastically. In the last 12 years, we really haven't seen much loss. Past the 2020 COVID dip, you haven't really seen much loss. And even when you have, you've seen a very quick recovery. So I think most people's uh, risk tolerance may or may not be in line with actually their goal. So we want to make sure that they understand all the risk associated with how they're allocated, how their money's working for them. Uh, no matter if you're 25 or 75, we want to make sure that it's it's acting appropriately for where your goals are. Absolutely. So give Jay and Brittany a call. The number is one 800 971-4549-800-971-4549. Brittany, I imagine that with retirement risks, things like emergency medical issues and come up, does that make the, the family feud list of the top answers the survey says? <laughs> oh, yes. 
A survey says yes, it does. This is actually another one of our top three that we get asked about so much is rising cost of healthcare and healthcare risks that are associated with with this stage of life. So. Uh, Healthcare costs are continuing to increase as everyone across the board has experienced, but even more so for those in pre-retirement or retirement age, it's impacting them even more dramatically. So absolutely, Chrissy, there are unexpected situations. If you have lived a week on this planet, you know to eventually expect the unexpected. Life is full of change and curveballs. And I promise you, if you haven't experienced one today yet, you will by the end of the day, maybe little, maybe big, but there are constantly changes uh, heading our way. So uh, healthcare risk and healthcare issues are definitely one of those. So associated with that are our long-term care costs that that also can be uh, accumulated because of unexpected health issues. You know, think about rehab facilities, think about, um, you know, true long-term care facilities for specialized sickness, illness, disease, things like that. And 70% of people over the age of 65 will at some point in their life need some kind of long-term care services. That, That's I a mean, big figure. 70% That's of people. Yeah. That's huge figure. Oh my goodness. Are there even that many facilities or, yeah. or <laughs> right. people? That well, you know, not, not just long-term care, but you know, in-home healthcare. Yeah. In-home like healthcare, rehab. Think about rehab facilities, wow. post-surgery or after, you know, thing, things like hip replacement, even, you know, something that may be a little more minor in the scheme of things, but still it, it, it requires this long-term rehab process. Yeah. And you know, that impacts women. Chrissy impacts you and I more than it does Jay <laughs> and men because we are living longer. So True. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Women are more likely to have to take advantage of those services and to need it longer. Women um, definitely need it longer. So and 20% of the 65 and older population are going to need it longer than five years. Now think about that. I'm five gonna, years. I'm going to take my calcium of, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take extra, extra vitamins. <laughs> but I mean, do the math. Five years worth of either in-home health or a, a long-term care facility. We're, we're talking a mortgage or two, you know? I mean, those figures are high. So again, that's part of the comprehensive financial plan that we talk about. We want to make sure that the people we work with are prepared for all of these unexpecteds and, you know, scenario A, scenario B, scenario C, that there are options and, uh, you know, a plan in place for these uh, these unexpected. So that's what we want to offer. You know, if, if any of this really strikes a chord or um, brings up some concerns, maybe you've been thinking about that. I mean, I know personally, uh, a couple years ago, my family went through this. We went through a season where I actually lost three family members within a matter of eight months and each one of them were unexpected and so in those moments man you're just like lost what do I do how do I handle this and I know we don't like to talk about those types of things a lot it's hard to think about that place so before any of that ever occurs it is so important to have these conversations way ahead of time so that you can be prepared so that your family is prepared um, not just for 
you know, the very end with, with the point of death, but also again, the unexpected illness or sickness, um, again, really uncomfortable and difficult conversations. I know. And we, we know this all too well personally within our own family, Jay and I within our own family. So we relate if you're out there and you're like, man, I don't want to talk about that. Or that's just too hard or too scary to, to really think through a process. Hey, we get it. (laughs) We get it because we've lived it. It's hard. It's messy. It's sticky, but planning can help minimize all of that and to really lighten the load. It does. It brings peace and it brings um, just a a stability knowing, hey, this is in place. Hey, I've got my my T's crossed. I've got my I's dotted. My my plan for the kids are covered. My plans for these accounts are covered. Whatever it is, all that stuff matters. And it it is so helpful to have it taken care of. So call us today. Call us today. We'd love to talk to you, you know, through those types of conversations and be a resource to kind of help you put that plan in place. 1-800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, 1-800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. Sit down with Brittany and Jay at Allon Planning Partners and figure out how much risk you are taking. If there's red flags, potential problems stacking up for you in the future and find security and that peace of mind that Brittany was just talking about in a lifetime retirement income plan. It's truly a great opportunity to get a true practical financial review, no cost, no obligation to you. It's 1-800-971-4549. What's coming up next, Jay? Well, when we come back, it's that time of the day. Questions from our listeners and we've got some good ones today. Exchange. This show has just flown by. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allen Planning Partners. A L L O N Exchange.com is their website. I know we talked a lot about risk. If somebody comes in, sits down, has a consultation with you, what kind of rewards could could they expect to? to see. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There are rewards. We talk a lot about risk, but there are benefits of, of planning, kind of like we talked about earlier. Um, one of those is, you know, planning early and the compound interest that accrues in investment accounts. I mean, we talked about that in the segment here earlier uh, with regards to Roth IRAs and, you know, contributing to one for a child or grandchild who is younger but working. Uh, again, think about the compound interest over four decades, five decades, just accruing and growing over time. I mean, that's a, that's a huge benefit. Another one we already touched on was, you know, your, your family being prepared for unexpected situations, whether, whether it be, you know, uh, medical situations, maybe some kind of a job loss, or maybe a move, unexpected move, or, uh, you know, anything, a, a marriage, wedding could be positive, not just negative unexpecteds, but good unexpecteds to kind of help you plan. How do I, how do I make the, the, necessary adjustments to fit this season of life I'm in now. Those are some of the the benefits you can experience. Yeah, and I think the important thing is, is it's never too early just to begin planning and it's never too late to start planning, right? Um, really, if we do not have uh, plans, then our goals are just dreams. <laughs> like, right. We may never achieve those goals. So the reward is hitting that why I talked about earlier, the financial security or the peace of mind 
or the security of knowing that the loved one that may predecease me, I know the wishes of that loved one, uh, and I'm able to carry those out. Uh, a lot of those things come with, with the planning that we do. So uh, being a comprehensive firm, we talk a lot about the three areas of planning, right? The income or the retirement planning, the tax planning around that, and the estate planning. Um, all three of those pieces are really um, important to an overall comprehensive plan, and the rewards of those really are uh, more than we can number. I mean, I mean, you know, from a financial standpoint, you're going to be put, you're putting yourself in a better position to hit the goals that you have. Uh, from a peace of mind standpoint, we really can't calculate that, right? We just know that well, that we'll have a peace of mind. I mean, that's invaluable. If you can rest easy at night. Then right. Yeah. And if you start in your 20s, in your 30s, do you see clients you're, in that age, age group often? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have clients in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 70s, 80s, all the across way the up, uh, really across the board. But that's the beauty of it, though. That's what we love about this. Uh, when you start early, man, you're, I promise your future self will thank you. <laughs> thank you for planning. Thank you for starting um, because it makes a difference. It, it matters. And you will reap the rewards of that, that preparedness. Yeah. And it's rewarding to us to make those end individualized plans, right? Because everybody's going to be in a different category in those uh, scenarios. So making those individualized plans custom to, to the clients that we meet with is a huge priority for us. And helping them just to kind of invest in themselves and their futures. And absolutely, it's different for everybody because we've got a lot of questions from people listening to the show today. So um, you guys ready to field some of these? Absolutely. Let's, let's do it. All right. We've got Pamela in Ringgold. And she says, I am a physician with my own practice and four employees. Right now I have a SEP plan that I'm contributing to, but I've been told that a defined benefit plan would be better. Could you explain how these work and whether or not you recommend them for someone like me? Yeah. So first off, Pamela, I'd like to say, you know, thank you for thinking about your employees in this uh, manner. A lot of people um, don't realize that a defined benefit plan really gives an incentive for the employee to stay there, right? So you're obviously building a good practice and a good business. So a SEP IRA is going to work uh, differently uh, for you now than maybe it did in, in the previous years because a SEP IRA, now if you're a small business owner that maybe just pay yourself or one employee, you're able to put away a lot of money. Now, um, we talk about earlier the traditional IRA about how much we're able to uh, put away for retirement tax uh, deferred. And uh, Chrissy, do you remember that? It was 6000 if you're under 50 and 7000 if you're over 50. Now, take a guess at what a SEP IRA may be able to do for you. Bridge the gap? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> so Am a I right? Yeah. It, well, that pretty much it, it's a self-employed pension plan. And so basically what that means is like you can account? put away up to 25% of your take home uh, income into a set plan. So just to make it simple, if you bring home uh, $100,000 in earned income, you can put away $25,000 tax deferred into your SEP IRA. Now, you're going to get a lot bigger tax break than that $7,000, right? <laughs> or the $6,000. Wow. Um, so it really allows that. Now, where you have four employees is where it changes the game a little bit. Because you have four employees, um, you also have to match whatever percentage you give yourself to those employees, right? So a defined benefit plan would probably work better for you in the sense that it would be uh, more equally distributed uh, and, and determined of what those uh, income thresholds should be and what how much you should be get, putting away for retirement. So 
uh, it's really individualistic. It's really customized. So, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail about what defined benefit plan you should have. But I do think where you're at right now, it would be uh, very beneficial to talk about rolling that step over or changing that step into a defined benefit plan at this point. And Pamela, you can take advantage of giving Jay and Brittany a call right now if you want at 800-971-4549. We've got about 10 minutes or so left on the air, but they've got their team standing by to field your call and get your information. (laughs) Next question. Dan, in Ottawa, two years ago when I turned 59 and a half, I rolled over a portion of my 401k to an IRA account. I recently retired and my remaining 401k account has gained favorably compared to my rollover account. I don't plan to tap into either account yet until a year later. Should I leave my 401k and roll it over later then? Or are there better options to invest? It's valued at $220,000. I'll begin by this. There are are different types of investment accounts or retirement accounts. So when you're talking specifically about a 401k, like Dan, Dan, you are 401k versus an IRA, they just function different. They're different vehicles. So let's break that down just a little bit. So 401k is um, an employee sponsored plan. So you would have whatever options that your employee sponsored plan would allow. So that may be two, that may be five, that may be 10. You may have a number of options there, but you will have limited options because again, it's only uh, what what's available will only be what that specific plan allows for. Now, when you're looking at an IRA or an individual retirement account, that type of of account can be invested in just about anything. You can look at, um, you know, real estate, you can look at an insurance vehicle, any type of brokerage account or investment account, Uh, it can be invested in just about anything. So you just have many more options for investing. Uh, So they just again, operate very differently. So another thing to consider is, you know, your age, Obviously, Dan, you turned 59 and a half and rolled over a portion of those funds, as you said. Um, What matters now is the stage of life you're in, where you are. Obviously, you're closer to retirement now than you were then. And typically, a 401k type account, you have more risk associated in those types of accounts than you would typically with an IRA, again, depending on how the IRA was invested. So you can minimize that risk within, uh, you know, a vehicle like the IRA. So those are just things to consider. Um, Obviously, with more risk, you have more potential for return, but there's also more potential for loss. And as you get closer to these, you know, pre-retirement years, ready to retire, that's something you really got to consider, you know, minimizing that risk. So again, minimizing what's the risk associated with that 401k type investment and uh, making the adjustments there necessary. And I think that's very well said, uh, Brittany. The only thing that I would add is this is where comprehensive planning, Dan, really, if you haven't got that part down yet, it comes into play here because how you're allocated within that 401k versus how you're allocated within your IRA are probably two different things. uh, And there should be goal oriented, not just, hey, here's how much uh, risk risk tolerance tolerance that I have, right? And so what I I would say is come sit down with us. Let's have a conversation and let let us look at the comprehensive financial uh, plan. So that way we know the nature of, of why the 401k may have 
outpace the IRA, right, over time, it's probably due to an allocation issue. So, um, yeah, we'd love to sit down and talk with you about that uh, to your particular needs. 800-971-4549. Howard is in Dunlap, and he says, can I contribute to a Roth IRA and still participate in my employer-sponsored retirement plan? Yeah, absolutely. You certainly can. You can still contribute to both a Roth IRA and an employer um, employer sponsored retirement plan such as like a 401k or a sep or a simple so that is a benefit you can contribute to both one thing to keep in mind though is there are those limitations or caps the contribution limits for each of those types of accounts and i'm just going to hit on those really briefly here so I'm talking for the year 2022. So for 401ks, you can contribute up to $20,500. Okay. And thankfully, that is up $1,000 from what it was in 2021. So that was increased this last year. Um, And then for those who are 50 and older, they're allowed an extra $6,500 for a total of $27,000 is what's allowed to contribute into a 401k for the year. So that's the 401k. For the IRA, you can contribute contribute as we've already talked about this 6000 if you're under 50 or 7000 if you're over 50 they give you that extra $1000 catch up and the same for the Roth 6000 under 50 or 7000 if you're over 50 so and obviously think about the Roth too that's within the income limitations we discussed earlier that's the thing you got to keep in mind with regard to the Roth is that there's always a little caveat there is the the income limit limitations within that type of plan that you you've got to be aware of before you begin contributing to that type of plan for all of your financial planning needs from legacy and income planning to tax efficient investment strategies or retirement planning experience that Allen difference. Call Jay and Brittany Hagee and take advantage of this amazing opportunity for a no cost, no obligation, personalized retirement income plan. There's still a few slots available on their calendar this week. You can give them a call right now. 800-971-4549. 1-800-971-4549. And their team is standing by to take your call and get you set up with an appointment with Jay and Brittany. Well, thank you guys so much, Jay, Brittany. I'm really looking forward to next week's show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We so are too. Are we. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.